0: Hello, everyone. This is Vladimir, and you're listening to Aging with Grace Podcast, Season 2, Episode 15, What Happened Here? Recording date, July twenty third, 2022. Please enjoy. Hello. Thank you for listening to this week's Aging with Grace Podcast titled, What Happened Here? Arnold Schwarzenegger is reported to have said that one day about 10 years ago when he looked at himself in the mirror and saw his aging self staring back at him. Hello, I am D.G. Linton Gridley, owner and administrator of Aging with Grace, your best independent life club. We work to help people, our members, stay in their homes and communities as they grow older and hopefully forever by providing at home health and help services. And the Fountain of Youth Clubhouse, where we have good food, fun and friends, and a nurse to help you to your best possible health. And we have case management and geriatrics care management, because getting older is complicated. Thank you for wanting to learn. I really appreciate you all and your open-mindedness and willingness to learn. Having an open mind and a willingness to learn are important qualities that will help us to age with grace. This podcast is designed to help you age with grace, and people are aging no matter what their age. My mission in life is to help people who are growing older, and that's everybody. Aging really begins at conception. It's a wonderful process that I think we should embrace as a culture. We need to help people in every stage of life as they are growing older. I've never been older before. (laughs) I've only been younger. (laughs) No one has ever been older until they get there. Think about that. You don't know what it's like to be older until you get there. You look at older people, and you think you know what it's going to be like, or maybe you don't think about what it's going to be like because you don't want to face the fact that you are getting older. I think that's the majority of the people in our current culture. We like to pretend that we're going to be forever young. But then it happens. People find themselves older, and they don't know how to deal with it. They let themselves become victims. And it began when they were younger because of their concept of getting older. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy, really. People don't want to get older. They have prejudices and stereotypes and discriminate against older people when they are younger. And then when they find themselves older, they, they themselves become the victim of the very same stereotyping and prejudices and discrimination that they themselves exhibited when they were younger. So this podcast is about ageism. Ageism is a combination of stereotyping and prejudices and and discrimination against people because of their age. Stereotyping is the beginning of the process. Stereotyping is when we lump people together into a group and give them certain attributes. Some of the attributes that people give older people include not being able to use technology, being slow, being set in their ways, and not willing to learn, etc. And then after stereotyping comes prejudice. And that's where we have certain feelings about the stereotyped group. For example, we might have feelings of impatience or anger or sadness about older people. Next comes discrimination. And that's the dangerous part because that's when older people are discriminated against and older people suffer. Older people can be discriminated against in the workplace and in the home, anywhere really. Ageism leads to abuse, and while it's true that we can discriminate against people of any age because of the different stereotyping and prejudice and discrimination appropriate for that particular age, for example, when I was younger, people discriminated against me because I was young, and they assumed that I was dumb and didn't have any experience and was not capable of doing whatever, especially in the workplace, and to top it off, I was female and sexy-looking. As I look back on pictures of myself, I can understand how the people who were ageist against me felt that way, because if I met myself now, I might have to fight those same stereotypical prejudices and not discriminate against a younger me, too. (laughs) It's our human condition to judge and make blanket judgments and group people into categories. But it's never a good thing to stereotype and have prejudices and discriminate against anybody. In my earlier career as an educator, I learned to combat my natural tendencies to stereotype and and my natural tendencies to be prejudiced, and I definitely have never allowed myself to discriminate, to act on my prejudices. But I'm human, and I make mistakes, and I probably have discriminated unknowingly, unwittingly. I think I shared before in a previous podcast how it was part of my education in my undergraduate education degree courses to learn about the self-fulfilling prophecy and how we shouldn't judge children according to their appearance or their culture or their socioeconomic background, etc. I have always been of the mind of the opinion that no matter what someone brings to the table, they have a special set of they have a special set of skills, a unique set of skills and talents that are valuable. Of course, it is true that some people make us uncomfortable because of their appearance, or how they sound, or how they smell, or how they move. And by how they move, I mean their gestures, you know, the way they move their hands, or their heads, or or any any part of their body. We always fear what we don't understand. And I think that's part of the ageism problem, too. People aren't People are afraid of getting older because they don't understand it. I think I'm the anomaly. I've been around older people all my life, and some of them have been very annoying. Some of them have been lovely and a joy to be around. But I feel the same way about people at any age. Some people are annoying, and some people are lovely to be around. (laughs) I don't view older people as a group of people that are all annoying people. That would be stereotyping. And I don't feel a certain way about all older people. And I certainly don't discriminate against older people. I mean, against the, a group of older people or even a, a particular older person. I get to know an individual, an older person on an individual basis. And then I decide whether they're annoying or not. <laughs> and if they are annoying, I'm not going to be mean to them because I think they're annoying. I just would choose not to keep their company. When I was a little girl, about 10 years old, a neighbor girl started visiting me at my house. I think I met her at the community center. She was very annoying. I didn't know what to do. I didn't want to be mean to her, but I didn't want to be around her either. And I didn't know how to stop her from coming to my house to visit me. I tolerated her as best I could for a long time. But finally, when she came over one day, I told my mother I didn't want to answer the door. My mother coached me on how to communicate to the girl that I did not want to be her friend and that I did not want to spend time with her. I can't remember the details, but I remember it worked. The annoying little girl stopped coming over. I don't think I hurt her feelings, but I can't really remember. I think maybe I did. I never wanted to hurt anybody's feelings, and I still don't. But I don't want my feelings hurt either. (laughs) Stereotyping and prejudices and discrimination hurts my feelings. I hurt for all the people I see discriminated against. That includes racism and sexism and all the isms too. Ageism is even more hurtful though because we will all be older someday if we live long enough. It seems so ridiculous to me that younger people treat older people badly when they themselves will be older someday. It's like treating yourself badly. That reminds me of another memory I have when I was a child. We had twin boys in our neighborhood. They were beautiful to look at and identically, I mean, totally identical. But one day I happened upon them as they were fighting in an alley. They were viciously attacking one another, and it looked so strange because they were identical. That image illustrates what we are doing when we are prejudiced against older people when we are young. We're prejudiced against ourselves. It doesn't make sense to me. Sure, older people have some attributes, some characteristics that younger people don't have, like wrinkly skin and loss of hair and gray hair and maybe some disabilities, but hey, younger people have some characteristics too, like acne and overactive overactive, hormones and lack of experience and they think they know it all. One of the best parts about getting older in my mind is not having menstrual periods or hormone swings. I also know some stuff that I didn't know when I was younger, and I'm happier now than I've ever been because of knowing some stuff. (laughs) And what should you do? But what should you do? If you are a younger person, please check your stereotyping thought pattern. If you're not stereotyping older people, you probably won't be prejudiced against them. And if you aren't prejudiced against them, you won't discriminate against them either. I'm just asking that everyone looks at everyone else as individuals and gets to know them on a case-by-case basis, no matter what their age or race or sex or religion or whatever. Then, if you want to form an opinion, be my guest and act accordingly without hurting their feelings, hopefully. And if you are an older person, don't allow people to discriminate against you. You can't control other people's thoughts or their feelings but you can control what you do when they do something discriminatory to you, and you can say something back when they say something discriminatory towards you. to you. And don't be discriminatory against yourself. All the research shows that having a positive attitude toward getting older improves your health. Reject all the cultural stereotypical prejudices against older people. You didn't know what it was going to be like to be older, did you? You believed all those stereotypical prejudices against older people. Whatever you do, don't believe that you're supposed to stop moving and stop learning and stop working and stop contributing to life. You are a valuable asset to this planet. As long as you have life in your body, you need to use what you've been given for the benefit of the world. If someone does discriminate against you because of your age on the job, it's good to know or anywhere If they discriminate against you, it's good to know that here in Lexington, there's an organization to help you fight discrimination. It's called the Human Rights Commission. If you feel that you have been discriminated against in the workplace or anywhere, please call 859-252-0071. You will have to fill out some paperwork, and it does take time for them to work your case, so don't expect immediate results. I usually like to include a joke or a poem or some other food for thought in my podcast, but today I'd like to read an article about a real-life occurrence and advice about what to do about ageism. This article is called Snarky Comments on Age Deserve a Ready Retort. Try one of these by Carla L. Miller, produced by Seattle Times Marketing. Question. I am an older woman working in a field among predominantly younger workers and would love insight on how to deal with frequent references to my age. I love what I do and have much to contribute, but the comments are starting to wear on me. As an example, at a recent conference when I was about to make a presentation, a younger colleague twice made reference to the fact that I had my notes on 5 by 7 cards Rather than on three by five note cards, saying, Guess that's what you gotta do when you get old. This individual thought she was being funny and wanted to make sure everyone heard the joke. I said nothing, but it pushed all my self doubt buttons and I gave a substandard presentation. I understand I could simply ignore such comments, but what I'd love is a simple, honest, thoughtful response, not snarky or confrontational, because I don't think that would stop future comments but a way to educate the colleague on how inappropriate and hurtful these jokes, in quotation marks, are. Answer. It's always fun to fantasize about breezy comebacks like, well, kiddo, I'd be happy to hand over my cards and let you present, but my notes are all in cursive. (laughs) But if you're looking to make a point, you have several options of varying sharpness. Benefit of the doubt, comeback, would be, I'm sure you were just trying to make a joke, but that just came off as mean. If this person is a co-worker, you could add, it also undermines me and by extension the employer we're representing. Or you could feign bafflement. Why would you say such a thing? Anyone who is capable of shame and truly means no harm will apologize on the spot, but you're talking about someone who used her bizarrely specific eye for detail to draw attention to what she saw as a sign of weakness because your cards were bigger than most other people's cards. This is not the behavior of a well-meaning professional secure in her own competence. In cases like that, go for blunt. Please stop making those comments. They're rude, they're not funny, and they're ageist. And assuming you're at least 40, you could add, and you should know my age is a protected status under federal law. People who wouldn't dream of making snide remarks about someone's race, sex, or religion for fear of being sued may not realize that the Federal Age Discrimination and Employment Act of 1967 also prohibits discrimination against workers age 40 and older. Lori McCann, a senior attorney with the AARP Foundation, says general awareness about age discrimination may be lacking because, in quotes, few employers include age as a component, end quote. When providing diversity and anti-discrimination training, focusing instead on more, more familiar protected classes such as gender, race, and religion. Even in litigation, says McCann, courts tend to treat age comments differently than comments on gender and race. Of course, you can can ignore such comments, but as with racism, sexism, and other isms, it's harder to ignore the disrespect behind them, or the very real bias older workers face. In a recent AARP National Survey of adults older than age 45, 61% said they have either seen or experienced age discrimination. Nine in ten of those said they believe it is somewhat to extremely common. Whether you say anything in the moment, be sure to document the incident afterward. What was said, when, by whom, and any witnesses who may have overheard. One stray remark is probably not something you can act on, but a documented pattern might be. Even if you don't have access to the offenders' managers, many event organizers have rules of conduct Prohibiting attendees from demeaning or harassing others. End of article. I myself have experienced this sort of ageism in the workplace, starting with being a teacher. (laughs) Students got me ready for age discrimination comebacks. (laughs) But it still hurts when someone says something mean or insinuates that I am less than they are because of my age. I don't want to be mean or attack them back, but it is tempting. Usually, I just consider the source and move on, knowing that I can't trust them in the future. And, of course, I definitely don't want them on my team. And earlier, when I said I don't want to spend time with people that are annoying, please don't take it personally because I am really busy right now. And if I'm not spending time with you, it's because I have very little time that I devote to leisure activities, to enjoying other people's company. That time is usually spent with Michael, and he will testify that I work most of the time that we are together even. I love to sp- I love to work, and I love my work. And what can I say? I'm happy. Working makes me happy. Idle hands are the devil's workshop. <laughs> of course, everyone should take one day of rest per week, I believe. I have trouble with that, but it's a goal. If you want to learn more about ageism and how to combat it, there are many resources available. Just start Googling. Or you can call me 859 859- or come visit the aging with grace clubhouse in lexington kentucky we're open 10 to 4 monday through friday i hope you're enjoying your summer as much as i am and as always i'm wishing you a week of making happy memories bye for now hello listeners this is vitamin again and thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the last episode For more information about Aging with Grace, please go to agingwithgraceinfo.org. That's agingwithgraceinfo.org. Thank you, and see you in the next one. The health club for seniors is your kind of place, so come and join us and age with grace.